Again, why did I ever think this was a good idea? Welcome to the Rise and Run podcast. Join our group of Run Disney friends as we talk about running at Walt Disney World and beyond. We'll discuss recent runs, training, upcoming races, and surprise topics suggested by you, our listeners. Well, the alarm's gone off, so let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back to the Rise and Run podcast, episode 22. As always, we're glad you're here with us. I'm Bob. I'm your host from the Florida Gulf Coast, and I'm here with Greg. Hey, hey, hey. Jack. Hi. John. How you doing? And Lexi. Hello. Oh, gosh. It's good to see you guys. Good to, good to have you here. We're missing Alicia again. Golly. Uh, she'll be back. I think Alicia is going to be back next week. Yeah, we promise we didn't fire her. No, she's, <laughs> she's still part of the crew. And uh, nor did we uh, permanently replace her. We, although we were delighted to have Pamela and Allie with us last week. And in fact, you'll hear from the two of them again a little bit later in the show. And I wouldn't be surprised if you hear from those two as we go on with this podcast. They're good friends of the podcast and really nice people. So I appreciate them helping us out. Gang, how's everything going? What's new? And where's Lexi? Where did Lexi, where did Lexi go? <laughs> Lexi has something to say. I'm here. I'm sorry. I was putting my food on my plate. <laughs> I did that deliberately. I did that deliberately. Actually, <laughs> Actually, to leave in. No, I'm an hour behind all these guys, so it's my supper time after everybody else has already eaten. <laughs> Fair enough. Jack, what's new with you? What are you doing? How's your training going for your uh, ultra run? Um, I don't really know if it was like so. It was it was an easy week for me, so I really didn't have much going on. I think my only big thing was like my back to back seven milers in the same day because I had to do a seven mile run, then wait two to four hours, and then run another seven miles. Other than that, you have anything big going on? Well, co compared to some other things, like <laughs> I think my really, really, my last really, really big run is in a week and a half, and I have back to back 20 milers. So I run 20 miles on a Friday, and then I run 20 miles on Saturday, and then I work that night, and then I work a double, and then I work a double after that, and then I have a day off. <laughs> with little intermittent workouts. So that's going to be my last. And I scheduled a massage appointment because I know I should have been doing that probably this entire time, like once a month kind of deal like I did last time. But um, I'm going to let Lexi take on the whole, oh, by the way, we're no longer roommates, which is sad. But Yeah, what else you guys story. been doing? Yeah, so the, the nothing else big going on this weekend was <laughs> moving out of our apartment, which took days of going up and down stairs and oh yeah it's it's that it stinks it stinks i've moved many many times it stinks. But it's, it's crazy because we've been we've actually technically we've known each other for what 10 years now 10 years in september and then we have been roommates for six of those years mm -hmm. so you know each other for a while yeah yeah and now you're not even gonna be in the same state for a while are you no because i'm moving in with a boy <laughs> I love you, David. 
<laughs> good, good. Hey, and and when can I meet the young man? Oh, well, well, he he works at Disney, so I'm sure you'll see him at some point. <laughs> he'll actually he'll be there for the Tower of Terror ten miler. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna have well, our own cheering squad. Yeah, I'll be there cheering. Yeah, I hope to be there. I hope to be there cheering. Um, Bob's gonna shake him down at the uh, meetup. At the <laughs> no, he was there at the meetup. You've met him before, actually. Oh, that's Stella. right. That's right. Oh, okay. Shame on me. Yeah, shame that's on you, Bob. It is. You know why? Alicia's not. Alicia has my back on those all the time. Oh, Alicia is the best about Bob. You met him on the third of October, in <laughs> and, and, and she and by golly, she's right almost all the time. So. Yeah, in fact, in fact, sometimes we'll get on a Zoom, you know, and and we have Zoom calls, by the way, every other Thursday night. You're welcome to join us, listeners, and some of our listeners have, and that's cool. We've made new friends that way, but we just get together and kind of do what we're doing here right now, which is just talk. And uh, somebody will show up on the Zoom call, and I won't recognize them, so I'll go to private chat, and I'll say, chat Alicia, Alicia, do I know Joe1237? And she'll go, yes, Bob, you met him at the meetup on such a, okay. So then I, I said, of course, of course, then I come back. Hey, Joe, good to see you again. Glad you're here. So she has my back. You're giving away all your secrets, Bob. Well, yeah. that, that's the reason, that's the reason I, I had to ask if I was going to get a chance to meet your boyfriend because Alicia wasn't here to cover down. <laughs> well, you get you to know. meet Lexi's new boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. I haven't met him, have I? No. Right. You can shake him down. Yeah. I'm not blushing. What are you talking about? <laughs> Five against one. <laughs> it's just new additions to our large running family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it I'm is. Him to run with us sometime. Mark my words. I mean, you guys all know my better half. Can I say something kind of exciting? I hope so. I may or may not have convinced three people to run wine and dine. Yeah, I'm super excited and they never ran ever before and um, they asked what distance to do I was like well I mean what do you think and they're like well how much time do I have to train if I if I start now I was like well training for that doesn't start till July so if anything go big or go home 13.1 it is (laughs) yeah I you know first of all that's cool that is cool that's neat I would at least the 10k yeah, and then that's yeah. what I told him. I was like, at least do the 10K. That way you can get, like, it, I mean, 6.2 miles is a lot. But um, that way you get to see more characters. And if you need to walk yeah. it, you can walk it. There's no pressure uh, with times or whatnot. But um, they do sweep. They do sweep on the 10K. Oh, do they really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope so. Oh, I didn't know <laughs> I that. So. Yeah. They don't sweep on the 5K. Oh, that okay. one I do. Yeah. I feel like, though, Whenever you're looking at your first half marathon, it's always a super, oh my goodness, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, especially if you follow the Jeff Galloway plan that's on the Run Disney website, mm-hmm. it works you up based at, at a reasonable pace. Yeah. Yeah. You, you really have to go into it with the mindset of, I'm not starting at 13 miles. I'm starting... At 30 minutes. Right. There and you I go. And I myself up to three miles. And then the next time I do a long run, it's just one more mile than I previously did. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then that's the calendar that I showed um, them. And she got like, well, one person specifically I know is 100% sure going to do it. So that makes me super excited that she's going to do the half marathon as her first ever race. And she looked at the calendar and she's super excited. She got some Hoka shoes and she's been doing walks and everything. She's like, I'm starting to do intermittent running. I was like, girl, you're going to kill this thing. So I'm really excited. And, And you're right. You can train up to 13. I remember I was asked what my favorite distance was. It's a half because yeah. you can train up to a half. It's not too hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, train it, train it up to a full, train it up to a full is hard. That was, you can yeah. do it, but it's tough. And my other comment would be that the Disney five Ks. God bless them. They're great events too. And my wife does a Disney five Ks, and that you don't get swept. You got almost unlimited time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard of people being picked up in golf carts and moved to the finish line. Never heard <laughs> really? of anybody. Yeah. I never heard anybody being swept. But they're they're different. They're different. They don't have the same feel as the other events. They're, I've they're never done of, one before. Yeah, they're they're not part of the challenges except for Dopey. They're they're just a little bit different. Springtime they are, Bob. This time. Oh yeah, no, that's true. Springtime that's it's unique. Yeah, springtime's gonna be my first Disney five K. I was just about to ask that. You want to talk about it, John? I the five K was like what I noticed about the five K is it's some cool behind the stage of Epcot and you're in the park, you know, the other races, you know, I think you're a little too much road. Five K springtime's over at animal kingdom. Oh, this time. Yeah. Sorry. This time. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen there yet, but yeah. Yeah. And the unique part of this one is the scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately that bad boy sold out in 17 minutes and I have not seen I think somebody said it opened once, and by the time I uh, time I got in, forget about it. Even so, the charity bibs I saw online the last couple of days are, are the ten in the ten uh, k and the ten miler, no five k. And as of today, the ten miler is still open. Oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. Gosh, I haven't looked on the springtime surprise aspect. I've been focusing so much on like zeroing in on wine and dine, like with binoculars, being like, okay, what do I really want to run? <laughs> <laughs> Um, the event guide should come, what, two weeks from now or a week from week and a half? Yeah. It should be next week if everything goes like, uh, the last couple races. So, hey, run Disney, go ahead and release it before we record. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sometime Monday or Tuesday during the day, please. They did that for, for us last time. Go ahead, Jack. Well, do you guys think that we're going to be able to run through a little bit more of Hollywood Studios, or do you think it's just going to be a quick in and out like it usually is? Because now that they have Star Wars open, it's a shorter distance than a half marathon, I would assume, or hope. I like your analysis on that, Jack, because, I mean, I, I the one Instagram account that I follow, it's like Team Run Disney or something like that. Mm-hmm. They posted a photo where I think back in the day, the finish line used to be near um, Tower of Terror. Yeah. So you you would have to think, you know, with all those factors that you just said, number one, they are starting that race at five o'clock in the morning. Number two, it's a, obviously, you know, a 5K, you know, less miles. So obviously it's not going to take people as long to get through it. And you can probably get everyone through it, through the park, you know, a heck of a lot faster. So yeah, I, I would really, really hope so. But Obviously, I think that's going to be the biggest wild card race uh, from in terms of the course for the entire yeah. weekend. Right. I wonder if, you know how like for 
uh, princess, they had people parking in the Hollywood Studios parking lot for the finish line to be in Epcot. What if the finish line was in the Hollywood Studios parking lot? Because it would take the same amount of space. We'll have to wait and see. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. I just it popped into my head. And I was like, hmm, because that would be a backdrop with the finish line and the tower and the. I almost say they probably wouldn't because Studios is one of the busiest parks with everything with Star Wars and um, Toy Story and everything new wise. I have a feeling it would still stick into Epcot just because it's convenient. It's where they usually have it. That that in itself is relatively new. The runs all starting and ending in Epcot. Yeah. That, that's that hasn't been forever. That's that's relatively recent. Uh, I can remember starting at uh, TTC. I can remember starting. Uh, Greg, you and I, we started in ESPN, uh, the first wine and dine. Uh, I can remember doing a 5K that started and ended at uh, a wine and dine 5K that started and ended at Animal Kingdom. So uh, the Epcot finish has been around for a while, but everything starting and ending at Epcot that's. Uh, that hasn't always been that way. The thing is, I, I think they can make it work. There was—I was just having this conversation with a friend not too long ago about, you know, I remember watching old videos on YouTube of past marathons, and I mean, you know, there was a time where when you were in Hollywood Studios, you know, you got to run through the old backlot tour, yeah. and you popped out at Streets of America. You know, you ran up up yeah. alongside. ABC Commissary, and then, you know, past the Chinese Theater and down Hollywood Boulevard. So, I mean, obviously, I know the lay of the land has has changed a bit, you know, with Toy Story Land and, and Galaxy's Edge, uh-huh. but they've done in the past, let this be the test bed for, you know, hopefully something new or a way that they can extend the marathon next year or something like that. So, but yeah. again, we have to wait and see. Yeah, let's wait and see what happens. It, it, we, won't have, we won't have much longer to wait. Um, while we were talking... You guys reminded me of a question we get on Facebook, Facebook, and it's a question I see a lot. To those of us who have run Disney before, the answer is obvious, but if you've never done it, I can understand people asking this question. And the question is, do I need a park admission to run through the parks? And the answer is, no, you don't. You don't need a park admission. You don't need a reservation. If you go back later in the day, you do. And I'm pretty sure on the wine and dine, and we're still months away, uh, I think you need a park reservation for the after party for that. But nobody needs park reservations or park admissions to run through the park. No, and Bob, I think also some, even some of the spectators, if like especially at Magic Kingdom beforehand, you don't need park admission also. Good point, John. Thank you. Very good. Yeah, and they're always, as always published in the runner's guide, uh, when spectators can go in when spectators would have to have a park admission and when they wouldn't. Um, my wife got messed up on that. We had, uh, for the, uh, we were staying in Caribbean beach and she was heading over to Epcot for the finish of the marathon. And she took the Skyliner. Well, the Skyliner drops you off back in the international area. So she was going to walk through the park. We had park reservations somewhere else that day. They wouldn't let her in. She had to go back on the Skyliner, back to the resort, hop on a bus, and then get to the uh, finish. So, yeah, you got to pay attention. Runners know spectators sometimes. And just check in the runner's guide for the times when spectators have to have that. So what else going on, gang? How about you guys? Uh, let's see. We got 
uh, Lexi and Jack moving or moved. Well, I think I think in process, kind of. Well, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. We um we put our stuff into a storage unit until I get back to Atlanta from New Orleans. And and from Paris. And from Paris. Anybody going to Paris? Okay, so um, the 30th anniversary of Disneyland Paris just started on March 6th. And I've been following all the press and I'm super excited about it. I'm going to spend so much money. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What are you bringing me back? Um, um, I... Uh, run Disney <laughs> Paris. Run Disney <laughs> in Paris. I'm going to bring a lot of stories for you, Rob. Good. <laughs> Good. Um, but also just announced um, or found out via Twitter earlier this week, end of last week, Disneyland Paris is allowing character hugs now. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So I'm going to get to hug Mickey Mouse again for the first time in over two years. Could you say the first time in forever? Oh, wow. You know what a big Goofy fan I am. So when Goofy's out there, I'll typically, I'll typically get in line for photos. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But I, I watched this one Goofy character one time. There was a little girl in front of me. He was so good with her. I mean, mm-hmm. I, that was just impressive. And I'm glad. I'm so happy. I don't, that they either are able to do that again, or they will be able to do it again shortly. Cause mm-hmm. man, those, those memories those kids make, they last forever. Well, I, I saw some some conference call. The the CFO of Disney might have tipped their hand. They made some comment about character hugs or more traditional character meet and greets returning to the States fairly soon. So I don't know if that was an intentional slip or just a Freudian slip or, or whatever. So let's mm-hmm. – fingers crossed. Yeah, I hope so. And of course, it'll it'll make the runs more fun too. The character stops will be better in the runs too. Yeah, I That'd feel like with characters, I I have to meet Mickey because he's like he's the boss. That's cool. Um, and you know, with working there, it's like you have to go say hi to your boss, and that's like a big first, <laughs> first day in the parks you have to do type thing. Um, but I have a soft spot for Chip and Dale. That's cool. Just there, they, I just love them to death. And um, they were my fair, favorite characters to attend when I was a character attendant. And um, they're just so fun. That's exciting. We have two days at Disneyland. Both day, I say we because my cousin's going with me. Um, we we have two days. The first day, I'm just going by myself because I arranged my trip to go a day early because of Disneyland. Um, <laughs> so I'll have one day by myself to explore and then another day with my cousin to do all of the things and cram as much into two days as I can. And I'm staying at the, the Newport Bay resort. So I'm staying on property for one night and um, then we're going to do Paris sightseeing things. So that's very good. Very good. And um, that's two weeks from tomorrow. I'm happy for you. I am happy for you. That's great. That's wonderful and exciting. And we look forward to hearing the stories and seeing the pictures. Oh, and another thing I'm running a local 10 K in Paris. Yeah, you did tell us. I think that's great. Yeah, I'm really excited. I submitted my final paperwork today because in France, you have to submit a medical certificate in order to run any race. Yeah. So I I submitted that today and um, I have a 10K on the Sunday of my trip, leading right into springtime surprise. (laughs) Excellent. That'll be great. I'm excited for you, Lex. Have fun. Guys, what you got going? Anything? Anything? 
training has been going better for me since since last week's episode. I will say I'm in Good. a much better headspace than I am. But uh, yeah, I'm just continuing to hit the pavement. I'm under a month now until... Actually, I, I have a pretty fun April. I, I do two races back-to-back. Because -back, um, I do the Cherry Blossom 10-miler down oh, in yeah. D.C. And yeah, then I yeah. follow that up one week later with the uh, blue and gray half marathon in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. So right it's going to be an interesting challenge to have oh, that sounds, two yeah. pretty big distances like that back to back. So, um, but yeah, really looking forward to it, but yeah, in a much better headspace than I was last week. So I'm glad to see that's improvement. John, you're doing springtime. How's your springtime training going? It's going, I'm uh, I went out today, did a uh, 35 minutes after work. It's, it's going, Good. it's moving. Uh, Pain is not there, so that's good. So that's, oh, that's well, that's positive. good. That's it's good. Not, I'm real glad to hear that. I really, stiffen, really am. Didn't stiffen up today after the run, so that's that's a positive. Oh yeah, that's that's excellent. I'm I'm happy to hear that. I'm, I'm only I'm only laughing because, as any listener knows, we talk before we start recording. <laughs> When I asked John how his training was going, I got an entirely different answer. But that's okay. <laughs> I had a okay. lot of uh, house problems with the uh, my, yeah. my furnace went one weekend and my hot water heater the next. So it's been fine. That's not good. But yeah, everything's everything's fixed and better now. So far, waiting for the next thing, right? <laughs> oh golly! If you're a homeowner, that's there always is a next thing. The oh. joys of homeownership. Well, guys, that was fun. Nice hearing from everybody. Everybody's got plans. We got things going on. We're three weeks away from getting together. Don't forget, and I'll mention it again at the end of the show. We have a get together planned, at, <laughs> and I'm I'm laughing because we had a little trouble deciding what time that the get together should be, and it should be, and I'll say this again at the end, two p.m. Florida Eastern Daylight Savings Time at. Uh, at the Dockside Margaritas in Disney Springs. And I will make any corrections I need to make on Facebook. But it, the, the plan was to have it at two, and that's when we'll start it. Um, yeah, so anyway, we're just a couple weeks away, and we're looking forward to that. Well, that leads us to the race report. Hey, you want to catch up on a couple of things that are significant. Remember when we did the roll call for Princess, and uh, we talked about, Casey was running with Allie. It was going to be Casey's first half marathon. Casey made it. Congratulations, Casey. I think she signed up for another one already. So, you know, she got the bug. Tara, I really wanted to highlight this. Tara's got an injury. I'm not sure what it is. It's, and, and you know what? You hear me say it all the time. The most important injury is the one you had. And she's not sure. She wasn't sure if she's going to make it to the castle in her half marathon. Well, she posted some great pictures of making it to the castle, and I feel really good for Tara that she was able to do that. That's awesome. Tara, by the way, was so successful there, she signed up for customized training, which we have not mentioned yet this week, nor have we mentioned Passport to Run yet <laughs> this week. So a significant accomplishment for our friend down under, Ross, who was with us in episode 16, Ross and Wendy who uh, talked to us about running in Australia, about park runs, and about Achilles Internationals. Well, Ross made it to the 100 Park Run Club. I think that's a big deal, guys. Park runs park runs do exist in the U.S. They're not very big, but they are big in, uh, well, 
I know for sure they're big in England and Australia. I don't know about the rest of Europe, but I know that I have friends who talk about them in England and Australia. So the 100 Park Run Club, Ross ran 100 runs at 100 different locations throughout Australia. Plus he volunteered at 40 other park run efforts. So Ross, congratulations. We're proud of you. That's a big deal. I think that's great. Oh, folks who ran last week, um, the Myrtle Beach Marathon had their 25th anniversary run and Beth completed that one. And our buddy Julian ran the Snickers Marathon in Albany, Georgia. I went looking for the results on the webpage, but nothing doing, which is kind of unusual for a pretty well-organized run. I found him, Bob. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah he, he did pretty good. Uh, he oh, he's a good runner. That, he, he did that in like a three-hour, uh, one-minute time. Came 31st overall. Just about three flat. Yeah, Julian's a good runner. And Julian's qualified for Boston, which he's running this year. I'm almost certain. I think he is. Uh, we had a story of local interest here in the Tampa area. One of the big events, there, there, are, two, there are a bunch of excellent running events here, but two of them have happened in the last two weekends. The Gasparilla was last weekend. Uh, and the weekend that just passed, uh, the weekend of the, uh, the 6th, Sunday, March 6th, is the Skyway Bridge 10K. The Skyway Bridge is a landmark that goes from basically Sarasota to St. Petersburg. Beautiful bridge. And they close it down. It's actually part of the interstate. They close down the northbound side, and they open it up to 8,000 runners. Uh, what happened this year, it, and they start, the first wave goes off at 6 a.m. They send folks off at 6, at 7, at 8, and at 9. Then it's a point-to-point. So you would go to the ballpark in St. Petersburg, get on a bus, head on over, and that's why the waves are an hour apart. Well, at 8-something in the morning, a 50-year-old woman who at 8 in the morning was already, well, I'm going to say already drunk, probably probably still drunk, evaded multiple police barricades uh, and got past really the last of the barricades before she was on her way to the back of the runners. And a Florida State trooper, a woman whose name I should have in front of me and I don't. Tony Shook. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you did that. I really am. She she drove her SUV into the path of this oncoming vehicle. Uh, both people were seriously injured. Both are now out of the hospital. And the woman obviously is facing multiple charges. But Trooper Shook, you saved God knows how many lives. And the whole running community uh, thanks you for that. That was you can you can find dash cam video of the crash and see just how fast this drunk driver was going and how she was in fact trying to evade the troopers even at the last minute and if uh, if trooper shook hadn't moved her vehicle into the way deliberately golly who knows what would have happened but the event went off and uh, if you're in this area that's an awesome event it's a lottery entry even though they have 8000 bibs uh, it's a lottery that fills up fast. I'm hoping to get in again next year. Okay, what do we got coming up? We've got uh, this weekend in Winter Park, Florida, right over there, right around Disney. 
uh, 10K road race, road race that Margaret will be running. The Great North Run, a 10K in Indianapolis, Indiana. Our buddy Jeff's doing that one. And back in Montgomery, Alabama, a place I used to live not terribly far from, Christina is running the Montgomery Half Marathon. Good luck, guys. Send us photos. Thank you for letting us know you were doing these. We're always happy to hear from you, and we wish you a lot of luck. You know, we spent a bunch of time talking about Princess, but we think we still have one more story to cover. So the one thing that we didn't get a chance to talk about on last week's episode of our Princess Recap was... I remember, oh gosh, I can't remember if this was Friday morning or Saturday morning. I was scrolling through my Instagram feed and I start seeing all these posts about Bruno from Encanto and Run Disney. And with a four-year-old at home, and I've been watching that movie at least three times a week, my interest was piqued. So I started doing some digging in terms of what exactly was going on. I only saw part of it, but, um, and, and apparently there, there was maybe some bib stealage or something like that. Uh, so we're actually fortunate to have Pamela and Allie back with us right now. Ladies, did you hear anything about this story while you were down there? Yes. I had seen a post on, um, I think one of the Facebook groups that I was on and I saw a picture of somebody running and they had a, they had a smiley face across their face. And so I was like, what is this? And um, started looking at it. And it's this really long, dramatic story about, uh, about somebody's bib getting stolen. And I, I, it was just, it was just riveting. So we, my, my roommates and I followed along and, and kind of scrolled through all the, the comment section and everything. And it was just really interesting, like how it played out. I uh, was completely unaware of anything that was going on until I got back. So I, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> gotcha. Well, so so here's the thing. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, there was this Encanto reference about, um, you know, we don't talk about Bruno. Uh, but if we were to make a correlation, I think we have our version of Mirabelle uh, joining us here on the podcast Misty, welcome to Rise and Run. Yes. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. So b- before we get into the saga and the drama that was your Princess Weekend, give us a little bit of background about yourself and also your experience with Run Disney. Sure. I ran my first Run Disney race in 2016, uh, Star Wars, uh, the inaugural Dark Side Half Marathon, um, Dark Side Forever, um, and said I was one and done and now I'm like 18 half marathons in um I've done I think that Sunday's half marathon was my 15th run Disney half and my um 40th run Disney race overall um because I've also done 14 um 10ks I've only missed one of those and then a smattering of 5ks and two marathons because I don't know. I make poor choices sometimes. So I guess we'll start where any good story starts. We'll start at the beginning and, you know, give us the origin story of this and how it started at the expo. 
I got to the expo a little late. I'm from Denver and I always try to fly in the day the expo opens, although probably not anymore. I think I'd just like to get there right when it opens. But um, I get there. So I'm kind of in a rush. It's like three and everyone's been there since the morning. So um, I go and I get my bibs and we go in and we get our shirts and we do a little health and wellness expo. And um, we come outside and I have... Um, a history of taking pictures in front of all the stand-ups, the metal stand-up pictures, those that are on the way to the merch. So I set my bag down to take a picture of a group of, of people, and um, I don't pick it back up. Um, I'm 95% sure that's where I put it down um, because I've looked back at my photos and I can see it around my arm at the expo, and then not at, not at the, even the 5k stand up. So I think it's, it was there. Um, and we did five and 10 and half and, and, and challenge. And then we went inside and I realized halfway, not even inside the merch room yet that I didn't have my bag. Um, and the bag had my two race bibs, 5k and challenge my shirts, um, and my run Disney beer cup, <laughs> the, I, which I know every, like a bunch of people on the Facebook groups were like, Oh, but tell us about the cup. Did you get your cup back? I did not. Spoiler alert. Um, but it was one of the original run Disney cups, not even the wide world of sports beer cups. And I never bring it back. Cause I'm always such a paranoid, like I don't want to drink before I run or after I run or I don't know why. So I was like, this time I'm letting it all go. I'm going to have a drink. Well, you know, that forwarded. So I send my husband back or he actually offers to go back and he's like, I can't find it. I'm like, what, how, who, how could that be? So I am a little panicky, but I feel like we're at Disney. It's fine. This is a bunch of runners. This is a good community. So I go outside and I look and I look and I look and I look and I can't find it. So I go to runner relations and see if it's been turned in and it had not been. And, um, the woman who I spoke to is like, well, you know, we can just re, you know, cancel out your old bad, um, bibs and give you new ones, which I thought was very generous of them. Um, and I said, why don't we just do the 5k? Cause I'm sure it's going to turn up right. Infinite faith in people at that point in time. And we laughed me and this woman, um, because she had been in Disneyland. Um, I think I want to say it was 2017, when Patty Pan happened, right? So she had been there and she'd seen it and was a part of it. She mentioned like, ha ha ha, not outside the realm of possibilities, but we'll give you a call when it comes, right? Because neither one of us thought that was something that could happen. So um, I just take the 5K bib. I run the 5K. Everything's great, right? I get back to the expo because they haven't called me and I want to go to the parks and I don't want to... I don't want to wait anymore for them to call me. And I show up uh, and this woman says, oh, we just called you. And I was like, yes. And she holds up a 10K bib. But I'm like, no, it's not my bib. I had a challenge bib. So she's like, all right, well, then you're going to have to talk to the woman you talked to yesterday. So as I'm waiting for her to finish up with another runner, I decide to look up my bib number, my old bib number on Memory Maker. And lo and behold, one single picture to this day, only one picture has shown up. He only made one mistake, but one picture shows up with uh, a gentleman wearing my bib. He's got a t-shirt, a jacket, some sort of clothing, article of clothing covering it. So you can't see my name or the bib number, but he was busted because there's also that bib number on the side and it kind of peeked out. 
long enough for a photo pass photographer to save the day and find the picture. So yeah, that was leading up to how, uh, leading up to the 10 K, which was the big, the big show, <laughs> the big day. Somebody give that photo pass photographer a raise, uh, you know, and, and, and you can send him a fruit basket too. Let's flash forward now to, um, the 10 K where the infamous event happened. Walk us through that. Sure. So when we get to the, um, gather area, which I never know what to call, like what what the corral, not, not the corrals, but like, you know, the stage and the bleachers and the beer tent that's not open at three in the morning and (laughs) right. All that stuff. So we get there and, we gear check and I'm like looking around, right? Cause at this point we know this person is here. I've been given a new bib. Everything's good. Oh, we're walking into the 10 K. This is the important part. And I open up my race tracking cause the night before it still had my name associated with my old number. Um, and I noticed in run Disney um, on a run Disney Facebook group, someone was like, Oh, we've got the number. We can track them this morning. I'm like, no, 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 wait, that's me. <laughs> that's my actual race number. Please don't pull me off the course. Please don't think that I'm the bib thief because it's my bib. Um, but they took my original number and they changed the name to Bruno Madrigal, which I thought was great. And then under like where they were from, it just said, we don't talk about. <laughs> right. And it also said ineligible for scoring. Cause I knew they'd be DQ'd. Right. Um, so that I saw that on there and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to see if they start today. And so we had it open. And I also had one of the balloon ladies on there because I wanted to see exactly when the race started. Um, I know that some people were doing dead last start, but I only knew that for the full. So I'm like here, the half rather Oof, dopey. So I'm checking it out. Um, the whole first couple miles of the race, right? I don't see him in the corrals before we start. None of that. Someone did though which I found it after the race and took pictures of him. So the good thing is, is that had we not found him Saturday, hopefully we would have found him Sunday. But so we're on the course. We see that the balloon ladies have started no Bruno. And so my husband and I talk about it a little bit and we're like, Oh, well, you know, maybe, maybe he just decided, Oh, my picture's there. I'm not going to run. And we figured that was the case until mile five, right? It was almost exactly at mile five. So there is like a photo op with, I want to say it was Goofy and Donald on the grass at Beach Club. And so I'm like, oh, and I'm thinking of stopping, but I'm not really because I'm like, I was just, I was kind of over it at that point. I was a little like emotionally drained, but I was fine. So we're going and I look up and on the back of this bright green shirt is my bib. And I was like, what? Like, that's him. And uh, my husband's like, what? I'm like, that's the bib thief. And he's like, what? And these these girls next to us go, you're the girl who's, I'm like, I did more bib thief priorities. So I run real, real fast. And my Garmin tells that tale to, um, I'm not going to catch up with him because he's like, I'm five, five. I'm not very tall. He was at least six. He was tall person um so i run to the, there's the disney security um right near the the um character stop and then some d- bike i think they were medics so they really couldn't help but bike people um and so i tell them like that's a bib thief you can see him he's tall he's got the bib on his back no photo passes pictures rather so he runs away i can't catch him but we hustle to the end of the race Cause I don't want him to get out of the um, metal 
um, banana area, <laughs> right? Which is now forever going to be the metal banana area in my head. Uh, we don't want him to get out of there with, without being caught. So we're hustling. We come around the corner from uh, the Epcot ball uh, backstage uh, right before you take, there's a left, there's a security office and then you take a left. It's got all these weird cages. I don't know. And to go towards the shoot, right? It's the final stretch of almost every run Disney race. And my husband looks up and says, Oh my God, he, that's, he's right there. He's right there. And I look up and there he is right in front of us, like five feet. And so I shout, and he's got two headphones in, so he can't hear a single thing. So I'm like, that's the bib thief. Little, like, as I'm saying that, I look to see who can hear me say that. There's like an Orange County cop on this corner. There is run Disney security on this corner. There are race officials. The race director was there. Wow. Like they were looking for him. Uh, they had apparently pulled another man off the course who fit his same description. <laughs> moments earlier um who i hope had a good story and not a bad race um <laughs> my gosh poor person uh so the good news is they took it very seriously and um they pulled him off the course um after i said that i don't remember which one it was but whoever it was reached forward and grabbed him by the bib which is still one of the more impressive things I've ever seen and yanked him off the course and i was like this is satisfying it should not be but yet here we are, <laughs> right? Because at one point I said to um, my husband, I just want him to know it was me. <laughs> like full Game of Thrones because don't steal my stuff. I just want like, what? So they pulled off the course and he's like, what, what, what's going on? And I'm like, you stole my bib. That's what's going on. And he was all like, what? And security was like, maybe stay over here. <laughs> and I'm like, you're right. I'm yelling. You're right. Um, you know, little adrenaline. Mm -hmm. He stole my bib, all that stuff. And I think I said, and my beer cup. Cause I definitely yelled at him about <laughs> my beer cup. I know that I recall that. And he was wearing one of the race shirts too, which I was like, Oh, this is just egregious. I, I thought you were going to follow it up with. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. You know, I really should have. <laughs> and I, I think if I have any regrets, it, it is that. And also the fact that I had my husband's phone in my skirt um, my run skirt. So he's like, I couldn't record any of it. I'm really mad. I'm like, oh, you know, because you know, had he made a recording, oh, it would, uh, the the absolute, because the, there is a recording of Patty Pan getting taken from the, oh, and it's just desserts. So he, they pull him off. He claims ignorance. I yell at him. They're like, maybe stay over here. And it's fine. We're like five feet away from each other. I'm not going to hurt him. I'm 48 <laughs> whatever he looks like a kid so they pull the bib off of his shirt and the run disney guy holds it up to the light and he's like blacked out my name with sharpie um but you can see things under sharpie so the guy holds it up to the light and he goes this is misty all right there you go you got him now i was like i i'm glad i did but at the same time did i like i didn't really want to <laughs> and so we um then he started, he, he realized that the jig was up and started just endlessly apologizing. And um, at one point, though, he did try to make it, like, try to save face. And he said, well, you did just leave it on the ground. <laughs> and I was like, and you could have returned it. <laughs> and he was like, hmm. <laughs> right. 
And so I spoke to them for a little while and they actually had showed me the bib when they took it off and they showed me where my name was. So not only did he have it on his back, he had blocked off my name, but he had also taken my tracker off. So they had no way to track him on the course. So unless people had spotted him, either at the end of the, the race at the 10K had we not found him, or during the half, we never would have found him. It was the weirdest kismet that he was right there in front of us. Um, I, <laughs> I read in the same thread by one woman who said um, that she'd seen him in the corrals that morning. Somebody started the race with a dopey bib. So, and, and I, in, in talking to Run Disney about this, there is still a decent amount of bib theft that happens, which unfortunate, but true. So they take my name, they take my information. He keeps apologizing. I'm kind of ignoring him. Um, and after about 10 minutes, I'm like, can I just finish my race? Right. Please. And thank you. And they, um, were like, yeah, you're fine. Um, and he's like, I'm really sorry. And I said, I'm glad you are. I just wish you had made a better, like, I wish you'd made a better choice and I hope you make better choices in the future. I'm paraphrasing, but basically that. And it was, um, one of the medical, there was some medical personnel there too. Um, and she found me on, on Instagram and she was like, I felt, I felt really guilty myself and I didn't even do anything. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, questioning your life choices is never really a bad thing. It's always good to reevaluate, but he just had a lot of reevaluating to do. So, um, I do know from that person that he was still there when the race ended, <laughs> but after that, I mean, he's right in front of the security office. He was caught in a very opportune place. So I'm sure he didn't have to go very far. I did hear them saying the word trespass, but other than that, you know, there we go. So he, so we were able to finish the race. And, um, when I got back to my room that night, um, Run Disney had left me a very, very sweet care package that had like a corksicle bottle in it and a jacket and some magnets and, which is funny. Cause I never get, I did it merch even for races that I've done a million times. Cause I, we, we always say we do not tempt fate. Right. So I never get I did it stuff ever, ever. And the only reason I have a bunch for Dopey is because a friend got it for me at character um, cast creations on a whim after 2020. So just kismet again. So, yeah. So that's uh, how to catch a bib thief and run Disney. Right. Run Disney did say to me um, in a way that they were kind of like, we don't really know how to say this, but we don't know that we would have caught him if you had randomly caught him so i mean hopefully that deters other people like you got detectives on the course i uh was witness to a situation like that at disneyland in 2017 with patty pan the the gal who stole a bib at uh, a bib pickup she actually went and like picked up the bib as if it was her bib to pick up at at runner check-in and um they took that very seriously. I I crossed the finish line and I saw them catching her at the end of the race. So Run Disney does take it very seriously. If I mean it's it's not okay. <laughs> so Misty, obviously we don't want this type of situation to ever ever happen to any Run Disney runner because I'm sure it just provides so much stress into what for some can be an extremely stressful weekend. 
if God forbid this were to ever happen again, what advice or what steps did you take outside of contacting Run Disney? You know, what steps did you take in order to make sure that this situation was rectified not only for Run Disney, but also for yourself as well? Yeah, I mean, obviously the don't lose your bib, right? (laughs) But if you do, go directly to Run Disney. Um, If you're at the expo still, go to Runner Relations. They were fantastic um, and very, I mean, super helpful. Um, All I had to do was show my ID to prove that I was me. And they looked me up and they found me and they found my race registration and they canceled the old and they gave me new. Um, I thought that was super, super kind. They honored my original corral, so I didn't even have to go to the back of the pack, um, which at that point I would have been 100% fine with, right? I'm just glad to that I flew all the way from Denver and I still get to run, right? So go directly to Runner Relations. Um, that's where Lost and Found is as well. Um, and there's another Lost and Found in the front of Wide World of Sports. Don't go there because there's no one there ever ever <laughs> like i checked three times not no one there um but do it as quickly as you can um and then just work with them right um but don't it's hard to say because it's such a dramatic story with such a good ending but i think my biggest piece of advice would be let run disney handle it if i had not told them about it and I had just tried to catch him on the course and had done like the same exact things happened. That could have been a dangerous situation. Like I said, I'm five, five. He was at easily over six feet, right? Who knows what could have happened? Um, it could have been dangerous, but the other thing I would say is which kind of feels like it's not like it, <laughs> it flies in the face of number two, which is the run Disney community is really amazing. And um, by posting it in one of the larger run Disney groups on Facebook, they really rallied and I mean that was people were looking for him on the course. Uh, people found him in the corrals. Um, so it it was really like an all eyes on deck and people were pretty respectful about the please don't say anything or try to intervene. Um, but point him out to race officials if you see him. But if you're in the middle of a corral, how do you do that? Um, but yeah, I think that leaning on the community that you have after you've gotten run Disney involved. And you make sure that you like, I didn't, I kept his face covered in pictures that I, the picture that I shared, um, because I didn't want vigilant people can get really mean right in the face of like drama. Cause that's what this was like this. And so I wanted to make sure that even though like, we didn't know this person's story and it could have been, he might not have known it was, I mean, it turned out he did, but he might have thought like, Oh, Hey, from a friend, here's a bib. Right. Like we didn't know the whole story. So I wanted to keep people from doing that. So just protect yourself, um, get the right people involved and, you know, lean on your community. You had to run to you. Somebody saw him and you had to run to catch up to him. Did you run like a PR mile trying to get there? Was it a, I know you didn't finish, like you did, they held, had you for 20 minutes, but I'm just curious. Does that help you run faster? You know, you'd think I did, (laughs) but it wasn't that long of a distance. I ran until I ran probably really fast until I found the, uh, the officer, the security officer. Um, cause then I stopped to tell him the whole story kind of breathlessly, but I definitely had that. I've run faster than I should have 
for longer than I should have feeling because I'm an interval runner. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I can run comfortably like a 30 second, nine and a half minute mile. So it's not that far. Like I, I think I might've been cooking <laughs> until I came to an abrupt stop, but you know, cooking nonetheless. I, I think we'll, we'll wrap this up by with this last question of give us your finish line experience in terms of at the end of each race, because obviously you went through quite the range of emotions over the course of this past weekend. So, you know, you know maybe just give us like a, a little final recap of what was the feeling like after finishing the 5k, the 10k, and then, and then the half. So crossing the 5k was kind of, I, I was kind of in a state of like ignorance is bliss because I still didn't know that someone had stolen my bib in my mind. It was, still some sort of innocent i picked up the wrong bag right because i'd taken that picture of those women and i thought hey maybe they just picked it all up brought it to their hotel room they'll bring it back this so i actually went to runner relations at the race uh at the information booth after the 5k um but crossing that finish line was i mean easily my best finish line photos that I've ever had at run Disney. So, um, that's a good thing. Um, but it was fun. Like I just, I wasn't even really thinking about it that much after the 5k. Cause in my mind, it was just going to be either my bib will show up or it won't. And I'll just go get a new one. Right. I never thought that when I put those numbers into memory maker, that someone's face would come up. Um, so that was good. And then the 10k, 10k start was actually the hardest of all of them because I was like eagle eye, like is like, where is he? Where is he? Right. But alas nowhere um and the um finish line was it was good right because we had just we it wasn't even just that we had caught him on the course we had 0.2 miles to run after where we left him to the finish like you could hear the announcers you could hear the whole time right it wasn't like i mean we were like at the cusp of the finish which had to also be um, it, that was a kind of a mind mess for me, um, as well. Like as a mom, I'm a little empathetic here, right? He looked like a younger kid. Like he was definitely sub 25 if I had to make a guess. Um, and you know, made a really bad choice and to be there, like I, I let myself kind of get into his mindset, right? Like in his mind, he had almost finished this race. And somebody asked me a really good question. Why do you steal a race bib and run the damn race? Like, because people are like, does he want to sell the medals? Why does he? He apparently just wanted the experience. Like, (laughs) he ran these races. He ran six miles. And that's going to be hard, right? Like, you get to six miles, but you don't get to finish. Right. And even though he stole it all, that's going to be hard. And so that I was, I kind of had that, like that weighs on you a little bit. Right. Cause it's, it's all adrenaline for catching them and this and that, but there's a human factor there too. And I, some people were really like, forget that. And I'm like, I know, but it's, I, I try. One of the big things I've been working on is giving people grace. Right. And I, I, I think that this is a situation where he, could have caused serious harm and we don't know what his intentions are and i mean somebody brought up a good point uh to get serious for a second i'm from boston 
right? I know I've, I've stood across the street from where those bombs went off. I had friends on the course that day. The marathon starts the city over from where I grew up. I drove over the start line twice a week for my whole childhood, right? Like I knew when April was coming because the lines were finally painted. So letting people into restricted areas like that without permission has consequences sometimes. And luckily this was not a really severe case where someone was a bad actor that we know of. And that's why like, I feel like I, I it's, I try to look at the whole human situation picture of that, but that all of that carried with me across the finish line. I was like, there's a lot in my head right now. I'm really glad that my friend lent me her beer cup. (laughs) And I did have a post-race cider. It was very good. So during the half marathon, I know I'd be going crazy the whole time on the lookout, any person that looked exactly like him, I'd be like, is that him again? Is that him again? Was that your experience? Um, so that's a funny, <laughs> yes. Even though, I mean, it was dark for ha- over half of it for me, which was a lovely feeling. Cause I usually don't hit the castle when it's dark. So I lo- like, I was always a happy day. Um, but the back half, there was sometimes I'd see a tall person that kind of fit his description and I'd be like, Whoa. But, I mean, we thought we saw him at Epcot Sunday night, right? Like, in the park. And I'm like, what? No, not him. (laughs) But my husband got up and checked. Right? So we were, we did kind of see ghosts of him, right? But not him. So that was the good part. It wasn't actually him. (laughs) But we did. We were still kind of head on a swivel. So, Misty, we want to take the time to thank you so much for, for coming on the rise and run podcast. But before we let you go, uh, is there, you know, if people want to hear more about this story or, you know, if God forbid they're putting the same shoes that you are and need advice, um, how can people re- uh, reach out to you? Yeah, I, you can find me. I am a Twitch streamer. We, um, I, we can, well, I think, I don't know that we talked about it on here, but I do stream on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Imperial. Uh, just like the, best faction in star wars um and you can find me everywhere else in social media at um imperial girl g-r-r-l because tank girl phase back in the day um if you want mostly running if you're like hey i want to see what she's doing for running that's gonna be instagram if you want to hear me get a little mouthy that's twitter and then facebook just reposts everything that i do on instagram tiktok is really just where i make videos that I do not care about that make me laugh. Um, because as a content creator who has to take a whole bunch of things seriously, I like to have a place where I can just be like, I don't care how this does. Here you go. Whatever. I'm doing some dance. looks silly. Who cares? There you go. So yeah. On all the things. Misty. Thanks for the time. Great story. Interesting story. I'm glad everything worked out pretty well for you in the end though. Look forward to meeting you at another race. Uh, okay, almost time to wrap it up here. John, any new reviews? Got two more reviews. Baby Doc 78, Laughing with Friends, five-star review. It's so great to have another podcast where it feels like I'm hanging out with friends and just chatting about running. Aww. You guys were a great listen when I was driving to and from Disney to cheer for Princess. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Laughing with friends. That's what we do every week. We enjoy that. We look forward to laughing with you down there at Disney World. You said you had one more, John? Yes. Well, tell us what it is, John. It's it's the way I got to read it. 
I got to read the name again. Mom of Two Girls. Oh, okay. Love this podcast. As a lover of run Disney races and other races, I love this awesome podcast filled with friendly athletes just like me. The podcast is super informative and enjoyable. Keep up the great work each week. Thank you, Mom. I say that with love. I there's a uh, when you first said that, I thought, oh, I know that person on Instagram. But actually, the person I know on Instagram is mom of three girls or mother of three. I don't something like it. And then uh, I know uh, mom runs Disney too. So there's lots of moms out there. That's who we've met. Beck, my wife was telling, we've met mom runs Disney, and I hope we see. I hope we see all of you down at Disney World. We we love it. If you don't recognize us, just listen for our voices. You'll you'll find us. Or my laugh. Alexi's <laughs> laugh. That's right. Guys, if you like our podcast, send us some more reviews. Uh, this really helps us out getting found on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. It does. And, of course, uh, I would remind you of our Instagram account, Rise and Run Pod. You, we can uh, talk with you there. Or our Facebook group page is Rise and Run Podcast. Just enjoy hanging out with you good friends. Part of my, my big family. You guys mean a heck of a lot to me. All right, my friends. Till we meet again next week, happy running. The Rise and Run podcast discusses general information about Run Disney and is in no way affiliated with Run Disney or the Walt Disney Company. Any information or advice discussed on this podcast should not be considered medical advice and should always consult with your healthcare provider or event organizer.